What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. On this episode of Down the Wire, we celebrate Bobby Bonilla Day in the best way possible by discussing the shitty contracts of NBA free agents. All this and more coming at you down the wire. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Yeah, sports podcast down the wire. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Yeah, sports podcast down the wire. Episode number 125? Yeah, that sounds right. Question mark? Uh, we should have checked that before. I just knew you were going. Welcome into Down the Wire, where we talk professional sports in unprofessional ways. My name is Tom, here with my brother Dave. Hello. Ew. God. Don't ever do that again. Um, Yeah, Dave. I happy Canada Day, happy Bobby Bonilla Day, happy first of July, whatever way you want to go with it, go ahead. They're all the same thing. They all mean the same thing. Also, honorable mention, happy Max Scherzer Day. He gets fifteen million dollars a year till twenty twenty eight with installments from the Nationals and the Dodgers the last year. Hell yeah. Yeah. So that's perfect because it's also International Joke Day. Oh, okay. Dude. Oh, my God. We were watching the broadcast yesterday and we whooped their ass. Okay. 21 to 2. And the announcer, he's not an intern, like something like me. He He's employed by the team. So he just does not give a shit about what's going on on there because he has no one to be worried about. And, uh, he started telling dad jokes in the eighth inning. And then Good man. in the ninth inning, he comes back from the break. He's like, oh, I don't know where Lance went, but Christopher Watkins going to do the bottom of the ninth inning. Oh, dear Lord. Oh, for the whole bottom of the ninth, he no. did a Christopher Walken impression while we have a position player closing it out on the fucking mound. Dude. Yeah, you know what? That now maybe a little too far. Oh, he was like, oh, it's a strike. I know what a strike is. Like, yeah, dude, I swear to God, maybe the most hilarious thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I know the league is going to hate that. Oh, they're going to hate that, dude. They're going to rip him apart. So, yikes. Yeah, that that's that's just straight up awful. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, and and also we were up by a lot from the beginning. So then he would always just bring in a comment like, well, that one was fun. Uh, not for me, but like, just like seriously, like, geez, dude, are you okay the whole time? Like, no, yeah. no you know what? No, he is not. It was, it was concerning. Although 
Canada. They were there in Canada on Canada Day. Uh, have you ever heard of Thunder Bay? Thunder Bay, Canada? Uh, I I feel like I have, actually. It's in Ontario. Um, it's literally directly north right on Lake Superior. So I want to say I, I've seen it. I, not I've never been in it myself, but I, I, I want to say um, a good friend of mine uh, does a lot of wrestling shows over there. So uh, Danny Duggan. So if you think of Wisconsin like the glove, right, like the or the hand. So Minnesota's like that. Oh, and it that, goes, that's the glove. The glove has always been Michigan, Tom. Michigan looks like this. That's always been Michigan. No, Wisconsin looks like this. This is literally Wisconsin. Put your <laughs> fucking right hand up and face it at you. That's what Wisconsin looks like. And then Minnesota, I don't know, let's pretend it looks like this. Oh, my God. And... Tom, this is the worst gang sign ever. So then, uh, like, the space in between my hands is Lake Superior, and Thunder Bay is right there. Like, it's literally directly north. Tom, please. I know this is an audio medium, but the, the... What you were doing is is not kosher it even was, for this po- podcast it, one was shaped like a scissors the other was a hand okay it's all As it they're was being thrusted into <laughs> the, the scissors i had to point with one hand couldn't use anything else all right jesus <laughs> uh yeah so anyway thunder bay canada looks kind of cool though i will say that much I, it's it, also hong kong special administrative region establishment day Okay, that's enough about the day. Let's talk about sports. Hey, what do you want to go to first? You want to talk about ESPN? Like, how about this, Dave? You're fired. That's that's what I'll start it off with. You're fired, okay? Okay. Because that's pretty much what ESPN did to the rumor is 20 on-air personalities. I don't have, I think, the full list of 20, but there is a huge number of a-list ESPN stars? Does that sound about right? I, I mean, it's their big money people. I, I'm okay. I'm not. I do have uh, much of the list. I think I do as well too. Uh, I was following Front Office Sports along with this great follow on Twitter. If you haven't got it, um, should I just start reading some off and then you see what you can pick off after? In case I miss some. Yeah, sure. Okay. So I'll start with some other ones. Uh, David Pollock, if you're familiar with College Game Day, he's been on that show since 2011. That's a pretty big one there. Uh, going down, they also got rid of like pretty new girl Ashley Brewer. She was a rep- uh, anchor on the Sports Center show. She's only been there since 2020. Uh, Matt Hasselbeck, he got let go 2016. He's been with the company since then. Vince Carter, really? only 2016. Yeah, it feels longer with him, right? I would have thought yeah. he would have been there well, a little longer. Well, I mean, I guess he played to like 2012, 2014, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess somewhere around there. But it does feel like he's been there a long time. I mean, that is seven years now, I guess, at this point. God, I hate life. Uh, Vince Carter, he's gone. Steve Young, he's gone. Um, Keyshawn Johnson, he's gone. Max Kellerman, he's gone. Lafonso Ellis, he's gone. Jalen Rose, Jeff Van Gundy, 
And then I think maybe the two biggest names, uh, Susie Colbert has been with the company for 27 years. She's one of the recognizable females on the program, I would say. And Todd McShay, all let go from ESPN. Yeah, I mean, that's that's uh, one, one hefty cleaning. Um, and, and then... Just the number of names that were let go. A lot of the the former players turn broadcast. You know, um, uh, Chris Chelios for the hockey side of things. Rob Ninkovich was also part of that uh, group too. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, it happens every once in a while, dude. And the the sports media market has not gotten smaller. No. So I feel fairly confident that a lot of these people will find other work or just not. I, and like in the case of Keyshawn Johnson, I could easily just see him just being like, fuck it. I'm done. Yeah, it doesn't need any more money, right? You know, just, okay, cool. Kellerman I, will go somewhere else. And and, I don't, and McShay. McShay will also absolutely land a job. Hasselbeck, too. Yeah, they are... Is NFL Network owned by ESPN or no? I think that's owned by the NFL, right? That's different. Yeah, I, th- I think it is. So I would see Todd McShay. That's probably his landing spot in my mind. Um, maybe Matt Hasselbeck as well with that. Steve Young, too. Steve Young could absolutely be there. It's just uh, it's a cruel world of the business. I mean, sports media not forgiving at all, and it happens. But there is definitely... When I saw Todd McShay, that one was well, I was like, "Whoa, that's a big whoa!" Like he is maybe. I the mean, face the, of- the big one is Jeff Van Gundy, really. I Jeff Van so. Gundy is the one where it, I mean, he has been lauded as one of the the best uh, analysts for a long time. Constantly gets brought up uh, in the like yearly. Is he going to be a head coach? Yeah, and. Doesn't because he loves doing his job at ESPN. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's the big one to me. I know Todd McShay is big. Don't get me wrong. Uh, to me, he's probably the second or third biggest name behind Jeff Van Gundy and Susie Kolber. But, and Max Kellerman's yeah. a big name, too. They pushed him hard, man. They pushed him hard after Skip Bayless left. They wanted Max Kellerman to step into that role. He... Stuck with a lot of boxing on HBO and stuff still, too. I mean, he's not a small name either. I mean, those are huge names that they just went away with, like, just overnight. I mean, I get it. You know, there's a new person here. Vince Carter's only been with the company for three years. You know, Ashley Brewer, only three years. You know, that's usually the people that tend to go in stuff like this, but also the ones probably making more money. They they couldn't afford to pay him the money anymore. Well, I, you know, I'm looking at their TV ratings. Um, I mean, they're in a low, a pretty low spot. It's the lowest it's been since maybe uh, last summer um, of July. So I, I mean, that happens. They got to shake it up. They have to make something happen. Um, and it. This is going to be it, I guess. And besides, Disney is also on a major crackdown on uh, trying to save some money. So this this does not surprise me because there was a hefty amount 
of talent at at ESPN. Okay, now my first thought, I know we said he could definitely leave, but my first thought is Keyshawn Johnson, now Shannon and Sharp's going to be, or not Shannon and Sharp, uh, Shannon and Good Skip Lord. is going to be done. Could totally see Keyshawn Johnson in that role. Could totally see Max Kellerman in that role, too, for the FS1 show. I mean, they're looking to replace Sharp, and now they got a whole crop of guys that they could also now throw on there to debate with Skip. That's what was my first thought after this whole thing. So, do you think? I mean, they're de- Fox Sports is definitely picking up the scraps. You like yeah. you just absolutely know that. Yeah, I and Keyshawn and Max had a morning show. Uh, they had. Uh, a radio show that was also televised. I I know it's seven to nine central time, um, but Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max was the show, and now that show's obviously going to be named something completely different. Because, yeah, they they just scrapped it all together. I heard. Oh, really? The whole show's gone. So they'll probably fill it with another thing, though. I mean, somewhere else along the line. Gotta wait and see, man. Gotta wait and see. So. I think that was a huge headline yesterday. Twitter was kind of going nuts with it and hearing all the names that got lost. Um, if Okay, hear me out. If you could name one other former player now. Oh, also shout out to J.J. Watt. He signed with CBS. Uh, one former player now is doing nothing that could join ESPN's analyst or roster for football and basketball. Like, who do you think would be a good fit to go join ESPN. Oh, fuck me. Um, uh, Give me Steve Nash. Mm, Okay. All right. Uh, I know he's, he could easily go to coaching again, but um, if I gotta, if I gotta give someone right. Yeah. uh, For NFL. I mean, the, the constant professional that he is, it's, um, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Let's oh, go. Oh, dude. Love that one. Love that yeah, one. Dude, everyone knows backup quarterbacks make the best uh, ESPN people. I'm also wondering, like, Udonis Haslam's not going to be doing anything. Like, just that intensity on ESPN. Imagine him, like, being another Kendrick sure. Perkins. Like, that seems like it's right up his alley, you know? What's so- Nick Young doing? Oh, yeah, he's snitching on his teammates. I don't know, something like that. Some swaggy P action yeah. seems right. Actually, he would go on, and he'd be called Swaggy P on SportsCenter. He would not be called Nick Young. So he'd be like, Swaggy P's they, joining us. they do some bullshit where they gave him a doctorate or something. Yeah, doc, <laughs> like, Dr. Dr. P. Dr. Swaggy P. Dr. P, yes, uh, I could totally see that. Uh, and as for football, dude, like throw Matt Flynn. Yeah, I love that backup quarterback angle there. But what about like Adrian Peterson? He's not doing anything either. Like he's pretty high profile. He, he's not retired. Yeah, I know that's crazy. But maybe they throw him the bag, and we see him on ESPN or something. So, yeah, that was talking about other people's jobs for that first segment right there. Um, <laughs> Sports. How about uh, we go to NBA free agency next? Uh, before we get into free agency, I think it's more important to talk about the draft that we did not uh, cover last week because it was the same day as when we recorded. Yeah. So uh, I know it's not too crazy. The NBA draft always feels pretty obvious, but 
Yeah, I mean, Victor Wembanyama, duh. Now, uh, and uh, San Antonio Spur. What is uh, what does that mean for San Antonio? Um, well, I mean, you couldn't fuck that pick up. Like, let's be real. The minus twenty thousand dollar odds was almost a steal. I mean, it was just so guaranteed. He was definitely going to go number one. So. I would have really put 20 grand on it if I could have put a comfortable 20 grand on it because he was going to go number one. And I think that what that means for the Spurs now is, you know, you, you got the franchise again. You, you got it back. They've had a couple years of lull right now. And Popovich, he, he got his guy. Um, he just got listed as seven, three and a half with no shoes on. So you know this guy is going to be seven foot five on the court. Um, he's long as shit. He can shoot. He is a true, I don't know what the term would be in football, five tool, but is like the first thing that comes to mind. I mean, he seems like one of the most NBA-ready guys we've seen in recent memory. I think the Spurs will be much more competitive off the rip. Like, why wouldn't they be? They They got the number one player in not just this year's draft, but maybe the last five drafts on on top and maybe the last 20 drafts, the way they've been talking about them. So definitely think that that helps them a lot. Um, I think that the Brandon Miller selection at two was a little more, wow. Um, I, I thought there was some hype for Scoot at the end. I think that... Brandon Miller's a solid player. I just think Scoot Henderson's a more explosive player and could definitely do better in the NBA, in my opinion. Um, and then the Thompson twins round out the top five. So that's exactly what happened. And I don't know. Is there any other picks that stand out to you? Uh, no, not necessarily in the NBA terms, but I, you know, I wanted to jump in a little bit, uh, as well, since we're going with these number ones, these, you know, all time talents and prospects, Connor Bedard got drafted by the Chicago Blackhawks as well. And that's a guy that is, is going to be looked at in almost the same light as Victor, Victor Wembanyama. Uh, I mean, this dude is a guy that, that he's 17 years old and plays like he is a 20-year veteran of the sport, um, has insane confidence in his play. He has every intention of scoring at every opportunity that he can get. And I, this is a guy that I'm going to enjoy watching. I know we don't get into hockey all that often, and um, you know it's a little bit unfortunate, I think, that they – ran into the NBA draft with, with Victor Wimbanyama. God, W to a V word to a W word is fucking awful. Um, and this is, I think it's a little bit of an understatement on how big of a pick this is because he's a dude that has the quickness, quickness on not only his skating, but his stick as well. Uh, he's got mad precision, and it, it's going to be a fun time watching him. Watching him on top of the fact that Chicago made a fuckload of moves this past week, uh, trading for all all types of players. 
which is, to me, a good segment going into the NBA doing the exact same fucking thing. Okay, just before we move on from it, Fantilli was supposed to be the number two pick, right? I mean, he kind of fell into Columbus's lap. I mean, he was supposed to not be there, too. I think that was like kind of a chalk one-two, and then the decision to go with Leo Carlson for Anaheim, uh, that was that was kind of shocking a little bit at the number two spot, no? I think it was more of a role um, purpose. So I know that's uh, – I, I don't know the hockey quite as much, and I'm trying to get into it more. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think – Fantilli was a little bit more shocking, especially given the fact that you know you're you're wanting to make splashes, and uh, doesn't exactly feel like splash right in Carlson. Yeah, I I had thought that everyone pretty much had said that the top two picks were locks. So and Bedard was maybe I, I mean maybe not more so than Wembenyama, but like pretty much that he was going to go number one. I mean there was no doubt in that. He's he's a beast. He's young. Uh, where is the farm system for the Chicago Blackhawks? Do you have a guess on that? Uh, oh God. Well, um, I got maybe it. is it the, is it the Rockford Ice Hogs? It's the Rockford Ice Hogs. Yes. So I had to play it in my brain a little bit, and I was I was typing it up too, and I literally was like, "Wait a second, Rockford." Uh, but yeah. Rockford Ice Hogs. We could go see them. Just saying. That's not that's not far from our house. <laughs> no. So, I don't know. Why wouldn't we just go to an Admirals game? Well, I'd rather see Bedard. Like I'm trying like he's not gonna be on the NHL roster right away, no? Oh, he'll be on the NHL roster fairly quickly. Like he'll play a game in Rockford, don't you think? Uh, go ahead and look at a Rockford Ice Hog ticket right now. I bet you it's insane. Uh, tickets to Rockford. You got a guess before I look? Uh, okay. I'm going to say first game is over a hundred. Um, they're seriously, uh, well, that's right here. I cannot find tickets. So, um, maybe they don't have them out yet, but. Okay, anyway, regardless, Connor Bedard, number one. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah, and crazy contracts. Like you said, Dave, you had a great segue, and I ruined it, but it's all good. Um, the NBA free agency is now upon us. One of the craziest times in sports, usually, when we see men get ridiculous contracts and absurd deals across the entire league. Guys and that, uh, it is absurd this year. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we say that every year. It's just, holy shit, guys are getting absolute monster contracts. I think that some of them even, there were some steals in there, it, the, depending on how you look at it. Um, the NBA obviously has the most money to play around with, with the least amount of players on a team and luxury tax and whatnot, yada, yada. Um, there was some guys getting huge bags. Uh, let's start with our hometown. Let's do that, okay? Because Chris Middleton opted out of his contract, then comes back, 
gets a three-year, $102 million deal with a player option to stay in Milwaukee. Are you thinking that we overpaid for Chris? Are you thinking it's a fair deal for Chris? Or are you happy we just have him locked up for three years? I think it's a fair deal. Um, I'm not crazy on it. I, I have been a little bit hesitant on Chris Middleton ever since his injury. Mm-hmm. Um, and Because he definitely hasn't been playing the way that he was. Right. But... I also think that with this contract, it makes it uh, he makes a it becomes a pretty nice trade piece. Mm-hmm. And if you are trying to, you know, potentially be in the market for a Dame, Dame Lillard, this is going to be that anchor cornerstone part of the deal, I think. And I'm not saying that it, that they will, because I also enjoy having Chris Middleton on this team and all in all. I think this is the a smart move. Ah, sorry, my phone alarm for work was going off. Um, yeah, I I think this is a good deal. It's a win, um, and especially when you look at the other contracts that were given to, in my opinion, far l- less worthy talent. Um, yeah, this is the right the right move and step two now needs to be signing Brooke Lopez. Yeah, I agree. I think he needs to be on this team for sure. I am also in the boat of, I guess it's all right. And I do think that it tends to lean for a trade piece. That's where I'm at with it. It's a much more friendly contract as a, yeah, what is it? Four years, one twenty, or sorry, three years, one twenty. Three years, uh, one Oh three. I believe. Oh, 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 then. Yeah, absolutely. Three years, one Oh two. That's what it is. So you're paying closer to 33 million as opposed to 40 million. It, also, I want to say too, another win for the bucks is not signing Javon Carter. And I, I'm, I'm going to say that because I think Javon Carter, while we loved him, his time here in Milwaukee, yeah, he signs now with the Chicago bulls. I think that his role in Milwaukee did not fit with Middleton and Drew based on the production that they all gave, right? He ha- did not have the same level of of point guardness, mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if that makes verb, any sense. Verb. Yes. I also think that Grayson Allen's trust increased a lot after this year. So keeping another guard and you know that the Bucks just wet dream over Pat Connington. I mean, he's just locked up always. And I I am also in the boat of if you couldn't keep Carter so you can keep Brooke, yeah, absolutely. Do that. Because I'm I tend to think Grayson Allen got a lot better, took a big step forward this year. Um, you know, no one played great in that series against the Heat, but no one really played great against the Heat all playoffs against them in the East. So not really much to discuss about it with there. I, I do think that they like what they got in the guard rotation, and especially if they're going to add another one, Javon Carter gets the the, the boot out. I, I understand that. It does pain me a little bit. I love Javon Carter, the yeah. the bulldog. I believe that's what he's called. Um he he's a beast. Um 
I believe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the fuck he called him. Some dog. It's either the Roadhouse or the Road Dog or the Bulldog. The something like that. So <laughs> yeah. Um, other news around the league. <laughs> Some big contracts given out. Uh, let's go to the next one here. This one really jumped out to me. Bruce Brown got a two-year, forty-five million dollar deal. That's a huge one. So, so let me comment on that too, because uh, it's a team option in the second year. So mm-hmm. it's really a one-year deal, a one-year prove it. Draymond Green's going back to Washington or to Golden Washington. State. I was I was looking at Warriors, and I almost said Washington. And I have another name that's going back to Washington, getting a very similar deal. Let's lump them together because I said Washington. Draymond Green back to the Warriors. Kyle Kuzma. Back to the Warriors for a very similar deal. It's four year, hundred million for Draymond. It's four years, hundred and two million for Kyle Kuzma. Which one of those guys plays a more impactful role coming back to their team? Oh, I mean, it's got to be Kuzma, right? Probably, right. I, I mean, it, Draymond has just basically earned a one last run. It's basically how I see it. Um. I don't know. Did you expect to see him in any other jersey? Kuzma? Yeah. No, uh, no, no. No, Draymond. Draymond, no. Kuzma, maybe. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I could definitely see that. But as far as as far as everything is concerned, man, Draymond, there was no way he was playing anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Um. James Harden picked up his option. I think that's also another trade piece because he doesn't have a long-term deal. Um, so could see that be a piece maybe in Portland, which kind of scares me. Um, that I think that's kind of going under the radar. But to me, like that's another value trade of pretty similar with Damian Lillard and James Harden being matched up with each other. Um, they could swap there. Kyrie Irving has got a bag from... The Dallas Mavericks, he signed a, like, three-year 140. Is that what it was? I'm trying to find him here. Yeah, three-year 126 million to stay with the Dallas Mavericks. And the only person upset about it is Luka Doncic, so he's going to be pissed about that because I don't think he likes playing with Kyrie personally there. Um, They had to. I mean, they let... They let a, a fucking player of that caliber go last year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like you can't do it again. Gotta gotta fucking just do it. Fred Van Vliet gets a three year hundred and thirty million dollar contract with the Rockets. I think of this as uh where do you think that on a scale of one to ten for overpay? Overpaid being ten, one being maybe underpaid. Where does Fred Van Vliet land on that scale? Uh, I don't know. I, like, is it a five? Like, is it a fair deal? Five? Probably. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at with it. I think they, they, they got it. They got it. I don't it. know, but has Fred Van Vliet really been... I, I, how much of this is, is Fred Van Vliet milking 2019? Oh, a lot of it, a lot of it, but that's what Toronto does. That's why Nick Nurse has a job. That's why you know Pascal Siakam's always a guy who's who probably has broke out a little bit more since then. But 
I totally agree. It's the largest contract ever given to an undrafted player now. Uh, that's another one. So that's a cool story for Freddie. I I do think that it's a fair deal, though. I, I don't think that it's... I, I would have thought he got more in the NBA market, honestly, if I think about it, right? Yeah. I mean, it's over $40 million a year, I guess, to be fair, too. It's like $43 million a year. But... For NBA terms, it feels like, yeah, I, I think I would have saw Fred Van Vliet getting that money. Other, uh, I want I want to jump in on um on Toronto real fast too because they also brought back Devin, Dennis Schroeder mm-hmm. from the from the depths of wherever the fuck he was playing. Yeah. Nice. Do, you, do you feel do you feel like that was a a fun move? Kind of just a Walmart Fred Van Vliet. Yeah. Ouch. I mean, Dennis Schroeder, like ultimate bag fumbler that there is. Like he turned down the massive contract from the Lakers to go to free agency and then ended up signing like a veteran minimum with the Lakers. So he like could have had the deal. I think he lost like $70 million. Like it's just a ultimate bag fumble from him. Uh, Max Struess signing with the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's another big one. And then, uh, trading, trading to the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers and uh, Miami just making all types of moves because they also traded uh, Oladipo too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the Spurs will get Jetty Oseman and Lamar Stevenson for that. Or Stevens. Stevens, weird last name when I want to say Stevenson. I don't know. Uh, and then the two big guys that I think got the most money. I don't think there's anyone else on this list who got more money than them and no one else really of note. I mean, Austin Reeves is going to get like $50 million. Good for him. Uh, Joe Ingles going to the magic. Boo. Sorry. Um, but Desmond Bain, five year, $207 million contract and Tyrese Halliburton, a max contract extension, five years, 260 stay with the Pacers so holy shit I think that's the biggest contract given out so far of the free agency I'm all for it with Tyrese Halliburton I think he's a beast I think he's really good Desmond Bain making 40 million dollars a year kind of wild right I don't know man I, I I like Desmond Bain he's good He's good, but like $200 million good? Like anyone can get $200 million now if you're just pretty good? Uh, it's the NBA. Yes. The answer is yes. Looking at his numbers from last year uh, going in, I guess like he averaged 21 points a game. I didn't realize he was doing that. I, I would have thought he was more of an 18 points a game kind of guy. Didn't watch a shit ton of Memphis by any means. Uh, and his per 36 numbers are even better. So he's averaging right around 24 points a game with that. Uh, great shooter as well. He's a 40% three-point shooter and 90% free throw shooter. So I guess it makes more sense than I thought. Um, but just a guy that you don't really think of when you come to fat contracts, Desmond Bain. Uh, I'm all for Halliburton's deal and glad that Indiana locks up their guy for long-term purposes as well, too. 
Indiana's making some moves that, I mean, it's, I feel like they're making some moves to make it to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're clearly not. Tyrese Halliburton isn't in. Is he? Is he a top ten player in the league? No, no, no. He's not a top no. ten player. But he's top fifteen. Oh, uh, top twenty is a fair bet. Top twenty, I think he can say yeah. <laughs> okay, like, wait, he just, might be at like dodge my question. He might be at like seventeen, sixteen, fifteen in that range. Yeah, that's where I'm. That's what I'm saying. Um, Is he a top five point guard? Yeah, man, dude. To me, that's crazy. I, I don't you don't like Whatever. the deal. You don't like the deal. It's, hey, I I don't know how much I, I like Tyrese Halliburton getting a max contract. Wow, dude, that's Wisconsin pride right there. Fucking show some love for your boy. All right, Oshkosh native. Okay. Wow. Yay. Is he better than Tyler Hero? Yeah. Yeah, that should not have taken that long. And Tyler Hero got a bag, so Tyrese Halliburton deserves a bag. All right? That's where I'm at with it. Okay? Nice. Uh, Derek Rose going to Memphis, too. You know, shout out that name. Just won't retire. He's going to be here forever. Um, Nuggets get back. Reggie Jackson, DeAndre Jordan. Uh, Monte Morris going to the Wizards. That's kind of where we're at now with the guys left on this list. Do we want to keep going? No. No. Okay. All right. Uh, nice. Nice. So NBA free agency in the bag, done. In their bag, done. Uh, all you got to do, guys, is work hard, think Play really, hard. think really positive, grind, and be six foot seven, and you can do anything you want in the world. Grind. Yeah. All right. Nice. Uh, should we get to our little game that we got planned? Oh, yeah. yeah, sure. All right. So because there's just not news in the NFL anymore, uh, Dave, you are familiar, womp, womp. You're familiar with the Immacul- Immaculate Grid right now. That's kind of been taken over a lot. Super fun, right? You got a problem with that? Did you play this morning yet? Can I give you my names or no? I have not done this Okay, morning. then I won't tell you anything. Uh, I will say that I did it so early I got 0% on everything. Um, but then <laughs> by the time I was done... I did have a two percenter in there that was pretty nice, so that was cool. Um, it comes out at eleven every night because it's on Eastern Time Zone, by the way, too. So if you're ever just bored at eleven thirty, you can immaculate grid. Um, Apparently, there's a uh, an NBA one as well. Ooh, might have to. But that, I feel like that, that might be, be way easy. too easy. Yeah, that would, it feels a lot easier. Uh, the, the, you know, players play everywhere, everywhere, uh, and you could just put Russell Westbrook for anything. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. But you know, I know. Keep going. Keep uh, going. Anyway, are you familiar with <laughs> Are you familiar with Weddle? The yeah, the NFL one. So the la- Wordle, uh, the NFL Wordle, right? Last two days were absolutely bullshit. Um, so I'm going like to you got beef, bro. No, you know what I got beef for is that they're using guys who were recently moved at the offensive position in you know moves that I just didn't fucking know. So like, team, what day? What team does OJ Howard play for? Uh, is it not uh, the Cleveland Browns? No, no. He plays for the Raiders now. Just didn't even know that. Didn't know that happened. Uh, team, what team does Zach Pascal play for, Dave? My God, Zach Pascal. What yeah. a fucking random ass name. Um, 
Yeah, stop looking at your computer, asshole. Yeah. I'm I'm not looking yeah, at it for yeah, that. I see I, your I, I see your no, fucking I, hand moving right there. Yes, because I'm trying to find a tweet for me. God damn it. Uh uh so Zach Pascal, is he on the Bengals? No, he's on the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. What the fuck, dude? Like, no one knows that. They were moved in March. No one knows. No. So I'm boycotting Weddle for stupid reasons. And it gave me the idea, though, that we should draft, I guess, more pick the top offensive weapons going into next season that we're going to do. And we're going to do two of every position, I think, right? So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, we'll have four people picked for the positions of running back, wide receiver, and tight end. Yes? Does that sound right? Sure. Okay. We uh, Also, if you want, you can throw fullbacks in the tight end because I'm like that, all right? Love the fullbacks. So... <laughs> Yeah, I'll get right on it. Yeah, if you <laughs> wanted to pick a fullback, fair game. Tim Tebow, you can use for anywhere. Um, that's also another fair pick, wild card. So uh, how do you want to decide who goes first? Uh, I'll go first. Oh, fuck off. Okay, fine. Um, no snake draft, just back and forth. You can pick any one of the positions. It's just locked so up. You, once... get, you get my scraps. Gotcha. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, I do. All right. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Dave. You can start us off. What offensive weapon would you pick to go 1-1 if you could have anyone on offense for your NFL team? I mean, going into next year, so not based off of everything before this, I think the guy that I want more than anything is Jetta. Give me Justin Jefferson, number one. I think that's just unequivocally the best move to make. Uh, he would have been my one one as well. I I I think that that's pretty easy. I agree that Justin Jefferson being at the top is perfectly fine. Uh, you know, he had a all time season last year. Every year he comes back, he does yeah. better. Uh, he he has all the records for since being drafted on the receiving yard side of things. Whenever it's one, two, three, probably four years now. Uh, he's going to get a bag as well soon. I think this is his fourth year now in the NFL. Does that sound right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that does sound right. So he's, is he the same year as, uh, what's his nuts? Same year as, oh, who did the Packers take the year they took Jefferson? Isn't that Jordan Love? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's definitely Jordan Love. So, right, locked up that year, and... Uh, he'll, he'll get the biggest contract a wide receiver's ever gotten ever. I think that's just kind of the market that he brings. Fair. Yeah, no, I think that's absolutely what's going to happen and totally worth it because he's been a beast ever since. So I think that that's fair that you take him with 1-1 right there for offensive yeah. weapons. Yes. Uh, okay, I'll go next. And... I'm not going to go as a wide receiver since you've used up one of your wide receivers. I'll take a little bit of a step back. I will go with Travis Kelsey, num mm. number two, number two overall. Uh, I think that he is obviously the best tight end in the NFL. I do think that Patrick Mahomes probably plays a role in that, but on top of it, he'd probably go anywhere else and get a thousand yards too. He's a vertical threat all over the place. 
an absolute beast, and I think maybe the second best offensive weapon in the NFL. Yeah, um, no joke. That was going to be my next move. Yeah, um, I, and I was going to try to hopefully uh, jump on that immediately, so that way I could double down and take my number two. My number two pick, who I have to now, is George Kittle. Because mm. if I don't take George Kittle, you take George Kittle, and then I'm fucked in terms of tight ends. Yeah. So, uh, I, yeah, I was hoping I was hoping to maybe kind of steal that from you. And then kind of leave you with a, a big glaring gap there. Because, I mean, at this point, George Kittle is a 1B option. Mm-hmm. Um, and as much as I love Travis Kelsey, if I got George Kittle on my team, there's going to be next to no disappointment. No. Yeah, why would there be? He, he's a beast. I, I completely agree. He's probably the second best tight end in the NFL. I think that's fair to say. I, I don't have any doubt on that. And I would have probably taken him somewhere in this range already too. So I agree. Totally cool. All right. Number three or number four for me, rather number two for me. Uh, Ooh, I got a couple, I got two really good ones here and I'm wondering to see, I don't think one of them would last for another one. I'm going to go Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, my number four. Um, I think that while Justin Jefferson's kind of the most consistent offensive weapon, biggest home run hitter in the NFL right now, Tyreek Hill, that's where I would go uh, next. Obviously, the speed's more than elite, and the catching ability is pretty good as well, too. Uh, When he scored on the fumble last year, and just totally took off, and everyone knew it was like, oh, fuck, they're going to score on that one. That's when yeah. I was like, yeah, Tyreek Hill's a beast. No, I, and that was the right pick. I think that I think these first couple moves are just the right moves to make. Um, and, you know, now now we have a little bit of, of moves to make, mm-hmm. right? And I'm looking at my available board. Man, I got some options. Yeah. And I think I think the one I got to go, I, I think I'm going to finish out my wide receiver. And I'm going to take Jamar Chase. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I think Jamar Chase is going, is coming into his own at, to being a top three wide receiver. Yeah, you got a full LSU wide receiver room there. Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. Definitely on got my short problem. list. Got beef? No, definitely on my short list. I was wondering if I was going to take him. If cards would have felt differently in some other places, I would have. Um, but now I'm going to wait to take my wide receiver because you are all loaded up on wide receivers now because I thought I was going to have to take one maybe after this pick. So I'm okay with that. I I also have no argument for why he should be the number three wide receiver taken off the board because he's an absolute beast. He's working with his boy um, and has been really solid since coming into the NFL. So I'm all for the Justin or the Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson combo there. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Now for the, (laughs) this is where I'm at next. I'm thinking, uh, I could 
clear up tight ends to try to have a really big advantage on that, but I don't think it's worth it. So I think I'm going to take the first running back off the board now. Um, if I had my pick of running backs, I guess number one. Mm. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Give me... Say, say Eckler. Say Eckler. No, say Eckler. No, absolutely not. <laughs> God. Give me Christian McCaffrey. Um, the right move. It's the right move. Got like got to take him for his receiving ability to guy just doesn't pull hamstrings when he's wearing a different colored uniform other than Carolina Panthers. Um, so probably would bite me in the ass now because everyone's got faith in McCaffrey again, and then he's going to get hurt and it's going to be ass. But when he's healthy, he's the best running back in the NFL uh, just from a full offensive plan you can do so much around McCaffrey and with Kyle Shanahan he's a cheat code yeah um yeah it's it's the right move I think him getting revitalized going to uh San Francisco is an absolutely tremendous move we love good CMC um now let's hope he can stay healthy Let's hope he can stay healthy, man. Yeah, it could bite uh, in the good. ass. It's going to be a thing that just falls on him every fucking year. I know. I know. Uh, and, Tom, I think I'm going to do what you wanted to do. Mm. Because if I don't, then Mark Andrews is going to be off the board. Yeah, that's who I was thinking. I have to take Mark Andrews. I think I have a, a, enough of an option going forward with uh, running backs that I'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree that I think that you're going to win that section probably of tight ends because it's really a three-headed three monster of, you know, the options at tight end. It seems like maybe Kelsey is above them, but the next two guys up are easily George Kittle and Mark Andrews, and then there's a little bit of a drop-off to that fourth spot. Uh, a little bit, I think it's a. I, I'm not. Going, I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying they're not. They're not top tier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like S tier to A tier. Sure. Yes, that's what I'm. I w- I would agree with that sentence. So I think I think I think there's a hefty enough of a point differential. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews is, God, he's just being overshadowed because you got. Uh, George Kittles and Travis Kelsey there. You know what I mean? Like, mm. poor, poor dude. Poor dude. Okay, now do I go with another running back here, or do I... I, I think that's the smart move, because then you get the bottom two running backs based on how we're drafting here. Um, I mean... Well, you have you have wide you have to take running backs with your next two picks. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, and I'm totally fine with that. So then I'll take Derrick Henry. Um, that, you can have him. He wouldn't be my first pick. He was uh, he was the other guy I was thinking of here in this spot. 
I I think he's you know you shit on him, but like, dude, he's maybe the best runner. Uh, I had one other name in mind who you're gonna get now uh, that kind of intrigued me, but Derek, Henry, I don't I don't know if if you think that I'm going to draft who you think I'm going to draft. I I do. I have a really good idea. I'll write it down just to prove it to you. So, okay. um, I, I, if I didn't take Derrick Henry, at least this is who I was going to take. Um, Derrick Henry, I mean, still last year had 1500 yards. Um, I mean, this is a guy that some people are like talking about as injury prone or maybe not as good or whatever it is. Uh, he's he's beast. Uh, he's literally he was unhealthy in 21. That's the only time he's not been healthy. He's played 15 games at least every other year. Um, then on top of that, his rushing totals uh, in his career now he's at 8,300 yards and he's only played what six seasons? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven seasons. Okay, seven seasons uh, with 8,300 yards. He's a beast, man. He's an offensive player of the year candidate whenever he touches the ball. All pro guy. I, I like him. I, I'm okay with that. Here's here's the thing. The, the thing that you had stated is what he's going to do next season. Mm-hmm. He's coming off of an injury, and um, he's going to slow down. He's going to start to break down at some point, being the bruiser that he is. And I think think that might be 2023 whoa okay i know i know it seems crazy all right you ready for this uh guess and go i have it written down all right my my running back that i'm taking and outside of cmc he was going to be my number my number two guy give me nick chubb i wrote down nick chubb I wrote down Chubb oh, right there. There it is, baby. Yep. yep, that was the other guy I was thinking. That was the other guy I was thinking. Nick Chubb, again, low-key, kind of sneaky. You know, he's been partnered up with, uh, what's his face? Uh, what, what's his name? Why can't I think of his name? Uh, Kareem a- Hunt yep, yep, yep. for the past couple of seasons. When, realistically, Nick Chubb's the one. Oh, yeah. He's he's had his best season as uh, as a running back. I mean, that is right. in the NFL, I should say, uh, this past season, what he had like 1,500 yards, 1,500 plus. And again, that dude just does not slow down. No, he's, he one, he's a great runner. He's a great runner. And I totally would have taken him to if Derrick Henry was gone. I just, even for going into next year, the Browns, they seem to have more of a plan on the offensive side than the Titans other than just hand the ball off. So... And, and like, if you go to PFF, their predictions for twenty twenty three, just um, Nick Chubb is number one on the running back list. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I mean, they're seeing big things out of them too. And PFF, you know, they know their shit. Sure, sure they do. Okay. Um. All right. I'll clean up my wide receiver group and go with Debo Samuel. Uh, I think that interesting for a weapon standpoint, offensive weapon, Debo Samuel is nuts. Uh, he will get rushing yards for me as well. So whatever Derrick Henry doesn't make up, I get those back with Debo Samuel. Um, 
he also can be a number one wide receiver on a roster. I was really hoping I could hold off on him. I thought you might have snuck up and got him at a couple other spots there. Uh, I think for an offensive standpoint, he's right next to Jamar Chase, in my opinion. Not for a receiver. Maybe Jamar Chase is a better yeah. receiver. But for an offensive production, he's right there, too. Very interesting move. I uh, hmm, I think you've left a, a bunch of names on the board, dude. Nope, and nope. I, I understand where you're going. I understand where you're going. But, man... You could have had DK. I could have had Devontae Adams. Yep, yep. I know. Stephon Diggs. I know. Hey, I know. I get it. Ooh, Stephon dude. Stephon Diggs I... also turmoil in Buffalo right now. I have zero faith in the Bills. I mean, they're going to win their division, but no faith right now in the Bills uh, just for being a elite, elite team like Kansas City or whoever, Philly, next year. Um, so... I think personally, when you're talking about offensive weapons going into next year, when he's healthy, uh, Debo Samuel is nuts. Look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying it's a bad pick. I'm just wondering if there was a better pick. Okay. That's all. Okay. That's all I gotta say. Um, but so that leaves me with one more running back. Yes. Okay, give me the best running back in the league. I mean, arguably, as far as yards are concerned, Josh Jacobs. I'll, I'll take Josh Jacobs over any of those other dudes. Josh Jacobs have been running consistently every year at a high level for a long time. Uh, what, at least 27, uh, 2019? No. Yeah, somewhere around Try to to look at his stats real fast, but Josh Jacobs has always been uh, a constant in the league. He is uh, arguably one of the most consistent running backs, and I, I mean, okay, here, here, I got his yardage right here: uh, eleven hundred, uh, one thousand, eight seventy-two, and then sixteen fifty-three. Mm-hmm. I mean, Josh Jacobs is a dog. Yeah, he would probably be in my top four. He'd probably be in my top four to pick. Absolutely. I uh not no, that Saquon fuck. No, no, was never gonna pick Saquon in that running back side. Um great year last year, obviously, but I I'm also smelling the bullshit on that one. Uh and then that means I have to go tight end tight with end. my last pick. Um <laughs> so I had a feeling I would get to this point that if me going second, tight end was going to be the last pick uh coming into this. Now, the question is, who the fuck do I pick? Because I have a name in mind, and it's just not going to be... It's going to be like that dragon meme of, like, you know, the two fierce-looking dragons and then the dumb-looking dragon on the side when this is the last pick of the draft. That's King Ghidorah, you bastard. Yeah. Um, I, I was thinking more of, like, the dog in hell saying, this is fine. Oh, God damn it. Um, <laughs> so I think when you go numbers, statistics, and... Which is already dangerous. Uh, go with who I think might be in the best situation la- next year. Um, <laughs> I think it's Hawkinson. I 
think it's TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, I'm glad you did that. I'm glad. I think Hawkinson's the better. I think he's the best pick. Um, I, Darren Waller's a, a solid one too, yeah. right there. Yeah, I just don't know what he's gonna do in New York. I don't know that that kind of scares me for him. But Daniel Jones got no one to throw to. Correct, correct. So that's that's why Waller kind of you know bumps it up a little bit. Don't forget Dallas Goddard also went to Philadelphia. That's that's um a pretty solid move. Another in my... guy, another guy I was thinking about. I uh I thought maybe, but. I think if you look at the numbers like of what people have done and now he gets a full season, he'll probably get some numbers taken away from him because of Justin Jefferson. Uh, but he also looked really good for them as well, too. And just being a guy that can be a satellite and really pick anything up that was thrown his way. So I, I think TJ Hawkinson is the fourth best tight end in the NFL. Sure as hell not Kyle Pitts, who uh, I'm, I'm I'm not going to lie. Kyle Pitts is on the verge of bust for me. I mean, it really didn't help him that he was drafted fourth overall. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if that guy gets picked up at 24th overall, okay, maybe a little bit better. But fourth overall, yikes. Yeah, not a, not a great pick. Okay, run it back. Uh Pick number one was Justin Jefferson. Travis Kelsey was two with George Kittle being three. Tyreek Hill at four. Jamar Chase at five. Christian McCaffrey at six. Mark Andrews at seven. Derrick Henry, eight. Nine, Nick Chubb. Ten, Debo Samuel. Eleven, Josh Jacobs. And 12 was TJ Hawkinson. So I will say that now... Who are some guys that we missed? We we highlighted it a little bit in the wide receiver department. Devonta Adams, Stephon Diggs, uh, AJ Brown definitely probably doesn't like our list. On top of that, too, um, anyone else really standing out that could have made this top twelve? Uh, I I think it's all in the wide receiver room personally, um, but. Yeah, and Cooper uh, Cup. Some, I mean, Cooper Cup was hurt all last year. Could have snuck him in. I can't even consider Cooper Cup because of his injury. You know, mm. and if we're if we're basing that off of what we think they're going to be in twenty twenty three, man, I, I gotta go with constants. I gotta go with consistency, and I think I have a fairly consistent roster uh, that is. It's going to be marred if I try to take Cooper Cup after a pretty substantial injury. So you think Debo's the only guy that shouldn't have been on this top 12? I think that is the only one that I question, mm. right? Mm. I, I, I'm not saying it's a bad pick. I just think if I had, if I'm looking at it, I don't put Debo in my top 12. Yeah, I don't know who else I would have taken at wide receiver. I, I, I think A.J. Brown would have been my next pick um, just for his connection with uh, Jalen Hurts. I, I think that that one plays well. But I don't know, man. I, I think that the way they use him and the amount of fuckery they can pull in San Francisco, getting two guys on that offense – was 
pretty okay with me as well too. Yeah, I mean Debo Debo still has a fuck ton of upside, man. Um, I I, I don't back. know, man. Wide I don't back. know, dude. Wide back, you know. Wide back. Uh, Kyle Uzcheck would have been my fullback too. So another uh, San Francisco <laughs> guy. Would you have taken Kyle Uzcheck over T.J. Hawkinson? Here's the question. There, there's the express debate. There. I mean, no, maybe <laughs> possible. Could have made it. So, uh, yeah, that wraps that up. Should we get to some Twitter hitters? Sure. Okay, maybe we'll make a graphic. Maybe we won't. Um, you had to listen to be there. Uh, okay, let's go to my Twitter. I have a Twitter. If you want to follow me, it's at Wurtz Thomas W O R T Z T H O M A S. Uh, I maybe have the best Twitter game in the country. So just be ready for it. Uh. How about this, Dave? We didn't really get to talk about it with a story. No, you know what? I'll do that for quick hits. That's changing that up because that's not really a Twitter hitter. Uh, yesterday, we won 21-2 to in a baseball game, so kind of whooped ass. And one of the intern's fathers commented underneath, congrats on the three-touchdown-to-one safety win. Maybe tomorrow can be a hat trick theme score, dot, 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 or curling. Sorry, it was on the wrong one. It was on the wrong one. Jesus. Uh, just if you knew them, too, that's, like, about as mean as they get. So that was hilarious to me. Uh, and then a baseball broken records that will never be broken thread that was pretty entertaining. Uh, I don't know if these are in order, but I'm just going to rattle them off. Cal Ripken, 26-32, straight games. Does that get broken? No, never. Each row's 264 hits in a year. Maybe I'm gonna say at this point, hell no. But maybe Nolan Ryan, fifty-seven hundred career strikeouts. No. Ricky Henderson, fourteen hundred stolen bases. No. Barry Bonds, six hundred eighty-eight career intentional walks. Mm, I'll say yes. Whoa. If I had to give, if I had to give Whoa. one, that's the one so far. I based on everything, yeah. I think that's very not going to happen. Uh, 6,856 career stolen bases uh, for Hank Aaron. Wait, what did you say? Total bases. So adding. Oh, it sounded like you said stolen without the S. No. (laughs) Total bases. No. No. Uh, Cy Young's 511 career wins. No. Um, Yankees. 15 World Series appearances in 18 years. From a stretch of... Uh, probably no. From a stretch of 47 to 64. Uh, and then the last one, really random. Fernando Tatis Sr., two Grand Slams in one inning. So, sure. So I guess, beating, say, yeah. I guess beating that means three Grand Tying. Slams. Can you, can you put it as a tie? Well, he'll still be at number one, though, then. Yeah, but so will the other guy. Sure, sure. It's just that three grand slams in an inning will literally never be done. Never. All right. So that's where I'm at with that. Okay, Dave, uh, that was not uh, this bitch, but maybe. Uh, I think I'm going to go to the nearest nudie bar. Not going to lie. I thought that was glorious, and I accidentally hit the wrong one. Glorious. There you go. Um, I don't have 
just one tweet um, because it's a plethora all shitting on Matt Bush. Mm, yeah, that uh, was uh, that was quite the homer yesterday with the exclamation point. Hey, <laughs> here, here, let's let's just start um, with Brandon Woodruff Stan. Mm hmm. Uh, I know that Devin wasn't available, I understand, but was nobody else available? Was Matt fucking Bush the only guy we had? If so, um, why didn't we like try to bring people up that could actually be available? Yeah, Matt Bush fucking sucks, man. I uh, I won't this bitch him yet. Well, you know what? Extra every tweet. Hold on, hold on. I'm not done. I have more. This I'm going to do From, it for every tweet. Uh, Weimer is trending. Why in the living hell was Bush put in this situation? Uh, here I have another one from uh, Tavern Wisconsin Sports. So Matt Bush gets DFA'd today, right? This bitch. Uh, let's see. I mean, it's, it's just there's Matt Bush content everywhere. On my Twitter, Matt <laughs> Bush like is absolutely. You know what? I gotta look this up. Is home run per nine because every time that motherfucker comes in, he throws. Uh, he gives up a home run. Um, on top of it, he also, like, I've never seen someone throw a hundred who gets more homers given up every fucking time. Like he literally shoves the ball ninety nine, sitting ninety seven, ninety eight, and touches a hundred with his fastball but just gets fucking launched on him every single time. And his home run per nine right now, this season, is 9.6. No, that's his hits per nine. 4.4 for his home run per nine. That is ridiculously bad. Like, every time he fucking comes in, it's like if he goes an inning, every other time he gives up a homer. Hey, man. I don't know what to tell you. He's ass. Uh, he's ass. He's on this team for some fucking reason. For no reason. Former first overall pick, Matt Bush. Matt Bush. <laughs> this bitch. Is that all your Twitter hitters? Yeah. Uh, followed with from math. Uh, that's the, the Twitter uh, handle. The Matt Bush trade is the worst trade in the history of the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, I'll give him this. This bitch. But we also literally traded for Trevor Rosenthal. Didn't play a game, so yay. Um, yeah. How about I may hate Matt Bush more than any other player in franchise history? To be honest, this bitch. Qu interesting question. Uh, Brewers that you weren't fans of. Um, I mean, uh. Yeah, he's he's not great. He's not great. What about uh? Remember what was his name? Wee Chen Wen, when they had him when he was on the roster because he was a four a rule of five pick, so he had to be on the roster, and he was so terrible every time he came in that everyone knew he was gonna suck. He was pretty bad. Um. Uh. Yeah, you, you know who I hated? Justin Smoke. Ooh. Ooh. I never liked him. Okay. Okay. Is that weird? Um, yeah, I mean, he was a little past his prime when he came here. Didn't have much of a prime, but also, yeah, it just wasn't great. Was not great. Uh, trying to think of who else that really wasn't a fan of. 
I, I usually like the Brewers, but Matt Bush, yeah, he can be on that short list. He, he can be on the short list for sure. I, uh, I don't hate that at all. Oh, okay. Should we go to quick hits now that I'm sad? Yeah. Okay. Um, Dave, gambling in the NFL, problem. Problem, right? Yeah. Problem right now. So we saw another interesting one here with Isaiah Rogers, who bet on his own team. In, in for sure bet on his own team a big no no a prop bet of an over under with his running back for a game don't really know what it was he usually was betting between 20 and 50 dollars a bet he threw a thousand on that one so yikes big yikes there for a prop yeah, bet. I, yeah just just a big no no i mean you don't bet first of all i you know, that that's going to have to get adjusted in some way, shape or form, uh, because right now they are they're kind of like down this this weird road of like some of it's good. Some of it's bad. Honestly, either just OK it or ban it outright. Well, uh, so. You can here are the two. There's a one-year suspension and a six-game suspension. The six-game suspension means they're not NFL bets, but they are done at work. So they're they're performing the bets on the grounds of grounds. where they are, you know, employed, which is a big no-no. Uh, that's been updated to Nicholas Petit Freer, uh, Jameson Williams, and Stanley Berryhill. So, obviously, Jameson Williams, the big name on that one from a year ago. This is over the last two years now. Now, a one-year ban is when you bet on the NFL. Does not matter. If you bet on the NFL, you cannot do that. Calvin Ridley, Isaiah Rogers, Rashad Berry, Demetrius Taylor, C.J. Moore, Shaka Tony, Quintess Cephas. So, what is that now? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven, seven guys that were full one-year bans plus the three six-gamers. Ten guys in the last two years been subet, uh, suspended for betting on games and on work grounds. Kind of a problem. And, and they're clearly going to crack down even more. Yeah. They're going to crack down harder. I, I don't get it. I mean, it, go and bet on some NBA shit, you know, or bet on college. You know what I mean? If you want that football action, you got USFL and fucking XFL all over the goddamn place. Just go bet there. I don't know why you're betting on the NFL. That's the dumbest shit you could possibly do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, we saw a perfect game. Domingo Herman. Uh, not really a great guy. So like, fuck no, him. he's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. So I, it's hard for me to feel happy for him. 24th. Perfect game. If you count the Galarraga 25th, perfect game in MLB history, uh, which you should, which you should kind of wild was literally just having a conversation about it. Uh, the other day with a friend and it was like, Oh yeah, it's never happened. Uh, it, it hasn't happened since 2012 and it's only happened so many times and then boom next day so it was like whoa what the fuck like that's crazy uh another close one uh real quick starting in 2024 tennessee state becomes the first hbcu to introduce college hockey yes i saw that i actually had that for quick hit stuff too interesting interesting 
And then um, I have MLB All-Star starters. And, okay, real quick, though. Today, 14 schools officially changed conferences. USF, UCF, Houston, BYU, Cincinnati, they're all in the Big 12 now. Don't remember them how they were. Joining the American Conference, that's Charlotte, FAU, North Texas, Rice, UAB, UTSA. They're all in the American now. And joining Conference USA, we have Jacksonville State, Liberty, New Mexico State, and Sam Houston State. So all those guys now officially in their new conferences for this season. Kind of electric, kind of cool. They're uh, going to get their ass kicked. Um, Tom. Uh, Cincinnati will do fine in football. <laughs> uh, Houston will do fine in basketball. And then the rest of them are all going to get their ass kicked. Yes. So that's how that works out. And then my last one, the MLB All-Star starters have been announced. We should probably uh, touch on that. In the American League, we have Jonah Heim is the catcher. Josh Young is the third baseman. Corey Seager, shortstop, second base, Marcus Simeon. All those guys play for the Rangers. They got four infielders of the five. That's kind of crazy. Yandy Diaz is the first baseman. Then left field, center field, right field is Randy Rosarena, Mike Trout, Aaron Judge, and then your designated hitter. He should be the starting pitcher in this game too. Shohei motherfucking Otani, who is literally... Dave, here's the question I pose to you too now. Guaranteed MVP? Yeah, guaranteed. Uh... I was going to even go even a step farther. If you could pick any player in the history of the MLB ever to next year start your team, is Shohei Otani 1-1? I'm not saying he's the greatest player ever yet. That's not what I'm no. saying. You can start your team next year 1-1, I'd pick Shohei Otani. No. No, he's yeah. not. There's, he's not even... No. Dave, Absolutely not. It's just a baseball. You're not saying of he's the best player of all time. It's just playing a game, starting a team. You literally If I'm taking get... any player ever? Ever. Ever. No. Who, who, what? Barry Bonds? No. I, I I there's just going to be a billion other players that I'm going to take over that. No. Look, I if you're going that, it's all time. Yeah. If you're doing like, oh, this is an all-time deal, yep. which means I have to look at stats career all time. No. Shohei is not in there. Uh, you literally get two roster spots in one, and you get two elite roster spots in one. Uh, I mean, if we're going off of that shit, give me Babe Ruth. He's not an elite pitcher, and he would get fucking taken. You, you don't fucking know this. We're going off of back in the day. If like I, Shohei Otani fucking stood in the box with Babe Ruth. He would hit him 500 feet like every I, time. I, I Are we playing up to, to snuff? Are they getting elevated to that degree? I mean, I'm just saying. No, no, I'm taking Shohei one, one. That's where I'm at. Okay. And then the NL starters announced as well too. That includes uh, in catcher, Sean Murphy, Nolan Arenado's at third Orlando Fucking Arcia is at shortstop. God Your damn boy. it, dude. That's a brewer I hate because he just fucking sucked for us. And then he went somewhere else. And now he's a fucking starter on offense. Fucking bullshit. Uh, Luis Arise is your second baseman. 
Uh, he's obviously sniffing 400. Uh, Freddie Mur- uh, Freddie Murphy. Why did I say Freddie? I, th- Murphy? I thought you were going to say Freddie Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie <laughs> Freddie Freeman is starting at first base, and then Corbin Carroll, Ronald Acuna, Mookie Betts are your outfield with J.D. Martinez sitting at the uh, the designated hitter. That's my quick hits for the week. Yay. <laughs> uh, Tom, by the way, I just sent you a, a meme. I saw of, it. it. I fucking love this picture. <laughs> Sorry. Did you, did you see the Milwaukee representatives say fuck the suburbs in the Congress yesterday? Good man. Uh, woman. <laughs> woman. Um, you know what I mean? That was, yeah. that was a general statement. Uh, but yeah, um, fuck. I mean, fuck that person, really. Uh, so, hey, I got a couple of really, really quick hits. First, uh, USFL championship this week, baby. Oh, is it the uh, Canada Argonauts versus the uh, fucking Salt Lake City Stoners? Uh, great. Nice, nice job. Way to, way to come back. Um, it, no, Birmingham Stallions are back in it. They oh, won it I last year. almost said Birmingham. Fuck. Yeah, and uh, remember that they're the ones that get home field advantage because everything's played in Birmingham. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then they're uh, playing against the Pittsburgh Maulers, mm. who were the worst team in the league last year. Nice. So they went from... Worst to very much first. Uh, led by Alex McGuff for the Birmingham Stallions. The uh, most recent uh, USFL MVP, by the way. Wow. Might get a backup job. Uh, honestly, yeah. Um, yeah. And you know who else is his main guy? Is that Josh Gordon? No, he was uh, XFL. Oh, okay. Who's his main guy? But you know this guy. You Geronimo, know his name Geronimo very Allison. well. Geronimo Allison. Try Jace Sternberger. Oh, God. Even worse. Who led the NFL in receiving touchdowns with seven. The USFL. Um, Sorry. Yeah, that's what I meant. Wow. Wow. 33 catches and 517 yards. Both were named to the all-USFL team for their efforts. I mean, I think he was a third-round pick, no? Like, he was pretty high pick. Yeah, that sounds right. Maybe third or fourth, right? Which is like, that's primetime Packer picks. Yeah, yeah. So, And uh, the the Pittsburgh Ballers uh, have been... Uh, playing with a Troy Williams as their quarterback. Oh, yeah. He's a beast. Yep. You know the name. I don't. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Let's go. Is that today, then? Saturday? I believe so. Okay. So if you're not doing anything. Nice. Cool. Nice. <laughs> uh, another one. Tom, we talked about it yesterday in our little chit-chat. How lit are you for this Bucks Summer League roster? Uh, it's pretty lit. It's pretty lit. Just with the names. Just just names alone. We got both Taco Fall and Jabari Parker coming back to the team. Don't sleep on Drew Timmy. Don't sleep. That guy, that mustache, that's fucking electric. That the most I'm pretty sure he's a first team All American. This year, Drew Timmy, 
Like that could be a sleeper. Could be. Yeah. Uh, I'll Vin Baker Jr. Too. I'm. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that he's there. Uh, this is just. This is just a very fun team, and I'm excited to watch them play. I know, like. People are going to be like, oh, Victor Wimbanyama, Scoot Henderson, Brandon Miller, blah. And I'm Ooh. just like, fuck this. Give me give me all this, this uh, fucking roster. This is just my favorite one. Uh, Taco Fall making the NBA roster would literally make my year. Um, I, I mean, we're buying a Taco Fall jersey immediately. Immediately. Uh, we will be the first ones in line. If they don't have it on the rack in the team store, it's bullshit. That's it, if it's not on the clearance rack of the team store, mm. I will be disappointed. I want them to make an exception and let him be number 69 in the NBA. God, I wish. You know what? I'm, we're going to talk to Mav, and we're just going to be like, hook us up. He's supposed to give me these fucking hats. Where are you at, Mav? I have a... Uh... I have a hat for you. I bought actually as well too. So is it is it the uh, motorboaters? Uh, I will be getting you a motorboaters hat, but that's when I go to Bismarck. I went to another place and I saw a hat for you, and I was like, "Dave's gonna like that hat, trucker hat too." You know, you like the trucker hats, so yeah. Thought of oh you. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, want to uh, do a less. Uh, more serious one, I say, less funny. Uh, Ryan Mallett passed away this week after drowning. Dude, crazy, um, crazy. Yeah. Um, and another drowning incident, which just, I, it seems like it happens way too much. Yeah, the number of names uh, named athletes that die in drowning incidents are just like, wow, that sucks. Um, and I, I mean, dude. Dude was the the lockdown guy for Tom Brady when he was out. World's uh Super Bowl MVP or Super Bowl champion? Ryan Mallett? Absolutely. I think he I think he won a Super Bowl, right? I would say hands down. There's no way he does not. Um let me find his football reference page real quick. Uh yeah, just an incredibly sad story. Uh was an absolute tank in college. Was just such a beast. Um it looks like no, because he only was there for one year. Because remember, he actually did get a starting gig a little bit with Houston. Um, got like six games with them and was moved right oh, after. Shit. So I did forget that. I would have thought he would have won a Super Bowl with the Patriots as well, too. All right. Well, never mind. I uh, apologize. It's actually Oops. also the least amount of time he spent for a team was the Patriots. Yeah, I, I'm seeing that now, too. I, did you know he was on Baltimore for three years? I vaguely remember him getting a couple of action, but I, I only getting remember. Getting a couple of action. I don't know what the fuck I said. All right. Um, <laughs> but regardless, yes, very, very tragic story with Ryan Mallett. That was crazy yeah. when I saw that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Tom, another thing that we didn't do that I normally like to bring up, uh, this happened on June 1st. So like I said, definitely old, but the national spelling bee champion was crowned. So I normally love to bring up, uh, you want to spell the name or spell the word for me? Uh, yeah. A a samophile, which is an organism that thrives in sandy soils. Can I get it 
pronunciation again? Samophile. Samophile. S. Eh. I was going to say A. Wasn't it an A? No. Oh, okay. Then no. It's a P. P S. Oh, fuck. P S A M M O P H I L E. Um, as far I as I was going to get the ending like, perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, as far as like words go, I don't think that one was so bad. Obviously, the P kind of throws you off. But, um, you know, that's what you get, like, country of origin and shit like that. For. Right. Yeah. I, um, I, I guess I'm a little upset because I didn't see any memes from that. And usually it's a great meme sport. Uh, the spelling bee, you know, like Arvid, my boy, when he won and just had no reaction to the confetti falling on him. Like, that was an all-time internet moment at the time. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, a little upset. Maybe uh, step it up next year for the spelling bee because usually it's a great meme convention on top of it as well, too. Yeah, uh, the winner was 14-year-old Dev Shah out of uh, Charlotte. Wait, no. Edge of the... Oh, sorry. No, uh, where is he from? Florida. From Florida. Is that and... seem a little old for the spelling bee? 14? No, he's still in middle school. Oh, okay. All right. Right, I would think. Yeah, usually I just don't remember it being that old. Uh, One, so that was the word that he won with, but the one that really kind of locked it in was uh, bathypotometer, which is far harder in my opinion. So A T H. Fuck, I need the pronunciation again. Bathypitometer. E. Wrong. Fuck. Okay. Four uh, it's Y. It's Y. Fuck. All right. Fine. Yeah. So, uh, wait, wait. Okay. Y T O M E. Well, no, Y P. Oh, oh. Y-P-I. meter. No way. Sorry. No shot then. Okay. Hey, getting the first four letters right in a word in a spelling bee. Pretty proud. Bath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, yeah, and another one that we did. Why didn't we mention the the Twitter fight between um, Elon and Zuckerberg? Because I want it to be for sure. God, I want That's that. That's true. It's going to happen at 300? Let's hope. I think Let's it's hope. UFC 300. They're going to fight. That's what I heard. <laughs> like that uh, one. But I, did have, I did have one more quick hit. Um so there was a boat race out in Spain. Um, so I don't know how, how much you follow the boat racing scene. Mm-hmm. But it was uh, on the Strait of, Gibral- Strait of Gibraltar. God, that fucking hurt. Um, but during this, this boat race, it had to be paused because there were... Uh, a pod of orcas that were attacking the boats. Mm. How fucking terrifying would that be? Uh, yeah, orcas will fuck you up, man. Uh, they apparently were grabbing the rudders of the boats and like just straight up trying to sink them. Don't orcas like hunt human, like orcas and polar bears? Well, I mean, not hunt humans. They just hunt anything in the water. There's yeah. no 
there's no predators to orcas outside of you know humans but mm. you know that's a different fucking story but yeah um team jajau skipper yeah Heimer, or sorry helmer van beek yep my guy said quote it was a scary moment <laughs> like, no shit yeah Apparently, three orcas came straight at us and starting hitting started hitting our rudders. He said, "Impressive to see beautiful animals, but also scary as hell." Yeah, yeah, I believe that. That's wow. all I got. Okay. Uh, Unless you want to know that uh, orca attacks are increasing, uh, have increased by over twenty percent. That's what I'm saying. I thought they literally fuck humans up. They do not care. They, they do not care. Um, yeah, great, great show. Um, wrapping it up here. Uh, if you guys want to watch this episode, you can't, so don't. Uh, if you want to listen to <laughs> us, though, you guys, dude, I'm doing like all different types now, so I'm getting fucked up between watch and listen. Um, you can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, uh, Pandora, uh, iHeart. Uh, where else, Dave? Is that all of them? I think so. Uh, fuck. Uh, Podbean. Uh, Christian po- Mingle. Yeah. Ooh. Ugh. Well, first time we go on video, it will be on OnlyFans. I promise you. It will not be on can do it. anything else. It will we be on OnlyFans. Look, OnlyFans isn't just sexual content. No. No. But we'll be, we'll do sexual content for you. No, not 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 us. Uh, like us together won't. Uh, uh, but no. No. <laughs> it'll be like a live stream. Oh God, Jesus! Can we stop, please? Um. <laughs> anyway, I said a live stream, Tom. Uh, stream. Okay. Okay. Um. If not, you can always check us out on thechairshot.com. I mean, realistically, ours is going to be on only farts. Peace. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Yeah. Sports podcast down the wire. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Yeah. Sports podcast down the wire. Down the wire. Yeah. Down the wire. Yeah. Tom and Dave works. Yeah. Down the wire. Yeah. Down the wire. Yeah. Down the wire. Yeah. Tom and Dave works. Yeah. Down the wire. What's so special about Hero Bread? Soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.